This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Civic View. I'm your host, Chance Levins, and I serve as your digital media specialist here at the City of Crestview. One of my primary roles is to help facilitate communication between you and your local government. And here at City Hall and all across the city, we believe in transparency and we value civic engagement. And we hope this podcast will be a great opportunity for both. So let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Civic View. Today's episode is going to be all about schools, or rather school, the half-cent sales tax that is being proposed uh, for Okaloosa County, and it will be appearing on the ballot for you to vote on come General Election Day on November 3rd. So to speak about that, I have um, a local attorney and president of School Sense Make Sense, Michelle Anchors. Hi, nice to be here. Thank you for joining me today, Michelle. And I also have uh, City of Crestview Mayor J.B. Witten. Hey, appreciate your chance to have me on. Thank you. Yes, sir. It's always wonderful for people to take the time to join me and discuss the things that are happening in our town, our city, our community as well. I really appreciate the two of you taking the time to do that. So what I want to do is just go ahead and let's get into this for a moment. And Michelle, if you could actually maybe just for anyone who's not aware of what's happening, uh, give us a, just a basic rundown of what School Sense Makes Sense is and what you're trying to accomplish with it. Thank you, Chance. The School Sense Makes Sense entity is actually a political action committee, and a political action committee also goes by the acronym PAC. And a PAC is working very much like any other campaign for an individual, but this is a campaign for an issue, and an issue that we think is extremely important to the business community and the economic prosperity of Okaloosa County, including North Okaloosa County. So a number of business representatives from the Fort Walton Beach Chamber, the Crestview Chamber, the Destin Chamber of Commerce, and the Niceville Chamber of Commerce have all put our talent and our time and our resources together to initiate this referendum because we think that the quality of our schools is very much impacting the quality of our business community. And that's why, quite frankly, we have a selfish interest in making sure that our public school buildings are improved. Okay, and when you when you say that, that the the quality of the schools of education is impacting the business community. Can you give me a frame of reference for that? Yes. So we know in Okaloosa County that we have over a number of years excelled in our academic performance. Our test scores show that we're A plus schools, but our buildings are getting a C minus. And we cannot continue to expect those first rate results if the infrastructure of our buildings does not provide for a safe and strong and stable learning environment. We would know that people make their decisions to locate in a community in large part based on the schools. And it can't just be the performance, it has to be what is it gonna look like when my child shows up in a school? Or where am I going to actually go to work in a school? And as I think the mayor can share with you in more detail, we've lost some excellent professional prospects in Crestview because they haven't been satisfied with the school buildings themselves, both engineers, people that could have been healthcare professionals that we need their services in this community. And we don't have them because we're really not able to show the quality school building that they expect for their children and for their families. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, Michelle. Oh, first of all, let me make it clear. I'm here in capacity to make sure we're educating our people. I'm not going to come in one side or the other, but as a mayor of Crestview, I have to be really concerned to make sure we're taking care of the schools here in Crestview. And, and you're absolutely right. People do base a judgment uh, where they want to locate based on not just the quality of the education, which we know is great in Okaloosa County, but also on the quality of the buildings. And we have people that uh, give us feedback uh, that they're not up to their standards. So when I looked at the list, and there is a priority list, a project list, I should say, and I see every single school in Crestview is listed on that project, and very especially Crestview High School, which is what I get the most feedback. So could you tell us a little bit maybe what you, what you see, say, at Crestview High School? What's going to happen there maybe? Yes, and what's important to recognize, particularly about Crestview High School, but it applies to many of our schools, is that they are meeting their physical capacity to educate students. The growth in Crestview has been fantastic, but as a consequence of that growth, we have more students coming in every year that need a place to study. They need a place to learn. And portables have been the answer at many schools in Crestview. We want to eliminate those. And at Crestview High School, we want to create additional capacity. So the project list that is designated for the half cent revenue that will benefit Crestview includes first a multi-purpose facility. And this multi-purpose facility is going to create additional capacity for many purposes, one of which is the extracurricular activities, sports teams, clubs that need a place to meet or to practice after the school day is finished. Right now, they're spreading those out all over the place. Sometimes in inclement weather, they just can't meet or they have to meet until late into the evening. But a new multi-purpose facility will allow them to have more opportunities to have their practices and their meetings and also create additional space during the day for instructional settings. So that's just one thing. Crestview High School will also get an expanded cafeteria. Our cafeteria was designed for a much smaller student body, and so this is something that will make uh, food service better delivered and you need it. You're also going to get at Crestview High School a renovation of the heating and air conditioning system, uh, some much needed roof repairs. And I think that overall, you're going to see that this additional capacity is extremely beneficial and meeting Crestview's needs. Well, you know, the uh, project to put a wing on, which would be administrative and classroom, that, that really, in my opinion, is very important. I will tell you this. I don't know if you know this about me. I'm a retired teacher. And so uh, not only do principals hate portables, not only do teachers hate portables, students hate portables. So the more students we can get out of the portables and get into the real uh, uh, building itself is going to be very important. Now, I'm not sure because I never taught in Okaloosa County, but I taught in Hillsborough County. And I'm not sure if you do it the same way we did, but we had to evacuate all portables when lightning came in so far. And you end up putting all those students in cafeterias, uh, gymnasiums, whatever, and you, that's just not quality education. Exactly. You are not only creating a safety hazard when you have to move students from outside to inside in bad weather because you cannot stay in a portable in that situation, you are then losing instructional time. 
And what's, I think, an incredible fact about portables in Okaloosa County, it's almost stunning, and I've had to fact check it, is that there are 160 portables in Okaloosa County, and many of them are in Crestview Schools, Davidson at Antioch, Shoal River, Bob Sykes, you have, and Walker portables. The average age of a portable in an Okaloosa County school is 27 years. Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. I, I went to school in the Okaloosa County school system. I graduated from Crestview High School many almost 20 years ago. Um, and when I was, I went to Walker Elementary, I started there the year they built it. So like 88. And I was one of the first group of students that went there from kindergarten all the way through fifth grade. So it was their first graduating, you know, class, so to speak, that went through the entire thing. And we had portables by the second year I was there, and that was a brand new school. And there were, there were portables already. So you and I both are fortunate products of Okaloosa County Schools. They served me well, and I'm sure they have served you well. But we can do better. Yes, I, I agree with you, too, to that extent. I mean, the same with the with the cafeteria I don't know if it's different, but when I was there, we flowed over into the multi-purpose room. So the idea that we're going to take some time to put money into the cafeteria and things like that, I think if the referendum passes, I think that would be a wonderful thing for, for Crestview, but all the schools in Okaloosa County that would benefit from it as well. Well, when you talk about age, Chance, uh, my uh, youngest daughter went to Meg's over in Niceville. I believe that's, yeah. Shalimar. Shalimar, my bad. Uh, but anyway, Meg's is, what, I want to say 80 80 years old is probably yeah that's there's one of our one of our schools in a district is 82 years old and and the average age is what michelle yes you're going to have over 75 percent of our schools are 45 years or older so we're definitely in the over a half century and in and of themselves old schools are not bad just like old houses can be beautiful and bring us all a lot of good memories and nostalgia and can be stable environments, but you have to continue to invest financially. And what I think is important about looking at our school district is that it has been 20 years since we had a sales tax that provided the adequate funding, regardless of who is in office, regardless of who the superintendent is, there has to be a base of funding that can finance these infrastructure improvements that you put into old schools to continue to make them function. Yeah, that I mean, that makes sense for anything. If you want to drive an older vehicle, you have to maintain it. If you're going to live in an older house, you have to maintain it. These, these schools were built with good bones normally, so we just need to make sure everything else is functioning as well on top of it. And I, I think that that's, that makes sense. Your school sense makes sense on that one. Um, what I, what I want to ask you about though, is something I saw, I saw on your website that on average in Okaloosa County, we spend $237 per student each year. And in comparison, you, you had Walton County on your uh, site and it showed that they spend uh, $3,281 per student each year. I mean, that is a staggering uh, difference between the amount of money we're spending on students and what they are. Is there, I mean, I, I guess my question becomes, why is that happening here? So let me clarify that that number, which is staggering and embarrassing, is related to the capital needs expenditure. So in Okaloosa, we spend a little over 200 on capital needs. Capital needs refers primarily to the kind of infrastructure issues we're talking about today, maintenance, roofs, HVACs, buildings. 
and not to salaries, not to benefits, not to other types of fees like legal fees. Those are not part of the capital needs expenditure that you reference. But the reason that there's such disparity is because each school system in the state of Florida has an option for how they're going to fund their schools. And in addition to the same amount that each school district gets, which is roughly $30 million, each school district has the option to have their electorate approve three other forms of funding. One is the sales tax. The second is an increased property tax. And the third is an impact fee. And out of the entire state of Florida, there are only two school districts that have not chosen one of those supplemental funding mechanisms. And you know what one of those two is? I would guess Okaloosa. Okaloosa yeah. County. <laughs> it and is, so the reason that you see the disparity in what you described in Walton County is because they have adopted an additional millage rate to give that extra funding. And yet they have maybe one third the number of students that we have in Okaloosa. So they have way more money supporting way fewer students. And I don't blame Walton County. I'm happy for them. We just need to look out for ourselves. We've got a local problem. We've got it in Okaloosa County, and we have it in Crestview specifically. And we need a local solution. We think that the half-cent sales tax is the most efficient, and it's paid for over 56% by tourists who visit here seasonally. So instead of asking every single homeowner to pay more through property taxes, we are, and instead of discouraging businesses who might want to locate their industry here and are deterred by an impact fee, we have a half-cent sales tax that most people will never notice they're even paying that can bring in approximately $23 million a year. And in the last two years, since we haven't had this on our ballot, which we could have a couple of years ago, we have not collected $46 million. $46 million could do a lot of good things. It could have built a small elementary school, which costs just about that amount. So in my opinion, as difficult as things have been in 2020, we are, for the most part, never going to have a better opportunity and we may not have another opportunity to put forth this kind of effort that's why i say it's so important at this time not to wait so we don't have to regret and look back in 10 years and know that this was our time and we missed it michelle what would what is the big advantage of a sales tax over say increasing property taxes well, you have a lot more control, for one thing, over what you buy. Once you've got your property tax in place, that's across the board. And in Okaloosa County, we're so lucky to have our military that supports us and that supports our country. We also have one of the largest land masses of federally protected land that's not taxable. So that's not available to us for taxation like many other counties have. And one of the things I think is important for the sales tax uh, understanding is to see what is taxed. What is not taxed is food. You're not taxed on health care, not taxed on medicine. You're not taxed on purchases over $5,000. So for example, if you go down to Crestview Automobile Dealer and purchase a car, you're not going to pay uh, sales tax on anything above the 5000 
So we think that this makes sense, particularly, as I said, because it's paid in part by people who don't live here, who visit here, and who we sometimes complain about, we sometimes appreciate them, but when you're sitting, uh, you know, on a, on a highway, you know, you're going uh, down south or coming up north, either direction, or you're going east or west, and you're in traffic, and you're cussing at those people that are visiting, they could help pay for our schools if we had a half-cent sales tax in place. You know, another concern that I've seen on Facebook is who is going to determine what really is going to get funded with the increase? Well, what what kind of uh, form are we going to have to advise a school district? So in the early part of 2020, our political action committee went to every single school in Okaloosa County. And we had an invitation open to the public to come and hear about what the needs were, as well as to give them the opportunity to share their ideas and their concerns. From that, other principals and staff met with a project management firm called Jacobs Titan, who is consulting with the school board and can look at three things at an individual school to determine what their priorities should be. First, they look at what's the mission of that school. So a mission of a large school like Crestview High School may be very different than a school like Silver Sands that deals with people and and children from a large age range that have a lower IQ. The needs of those schools and the missions are different. So what facility best supports them? The second thing that Jacobs Titan looks at is what does the facility have in place now? What's working and what's not working, both from a learning perspective as well as a safety perspective. We are now having to implement safety strategies as a result of the incident at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas School that we have never before had to consider and we've never before had to finance. That money has to come from somewhere. And the third thing besides the mission and besides the facilities environment, its built environment as it is now, the third component Jacobs Titan looks at is the growth. In Crestview, we know that that growth has been extraordinary. And you're building 1,200 new homes right now. You have a development order in that for Crestview. Those kids need a good place to be in school, just like they want their new house. They want a school that sort of reflects, again, the same standards this community has in so many ways. And I think that the half cent is a way to do that. Those priorities and that needs list is on our website. You can see that at www.schoolsensemakesense.com. Okay, so, so we have the project list, but like when the county passed a half-cent sales tax increase, they then formed an oversight committee, review committee. And so are we planning to do something like that? Thank you so much for asking that question. We are. And two of the most important components that we as a business community think are important are one, transparency, and two, accountability. So on the transparency side, you can see all of the projects that have been proposed and designated for recipient of the half-cent funds. And on the accountability side, each chamber of commerce will be uh, nominating one person from the business community to serve on a citizen's advisory committee that will work very much like the county's accountability committee. 
and these people will be meeting in the sunshine so anybody can see what they're doing and how they're doing but the purpose of that committee is to ensure accountability to make sure that we're monitoring the projects that are on the list the cost expenditures and the completion dates to say that we're getting what we paid for and that will be that committee will work directly with the Okaloosa County School Board yes but they're not beholden all of, they're there to do is to be a neutral and to make sure that if you looked on the left hand and said, here's what the list is, you want to look at the right hand and be able to say this is actually what's being spent and make sure that those are reconciled. Right. So so you you have a, a business going to come in and do a study, um, much like we have one that's going to happen with our downtown area with the mobility study to make determinations about which schools need what and how, how the money is going to best suit them. And then that's going to be set. Is that correct? That's correct. And so, that list is already available. You can see that published. And I think the mayor can share with you some of the specifics for some of the Crestview schools that might be of interest. Okay. Um, the reason why I asked that is I just, people will want to know that. When they sit down and they go to vote, they're going to want to make sure, as the, as the mayor mentioned earlier, you know, that, that, that we, we agree to this and we have money and, you know, we want to make sure that all the schools are getting access. But more importantly, let's be real. We live in the north end of the county. We care about the north end of the county. We want to make sure those schools are getting attention to and getting money as well. Um, so, you know, I think that's important to citizens is when, when they see that is to make sure that, you know, that there's going to be checks and balances in place as far as where the money goes and, and how that happens if they do choose to, to vote for it. Thank you for pointing that out. And just to emphasize that the Crestview Chamber will also have a person on this committee. So you've got a special set of eyes out there that can keep their eye on the communities of the North End. Cool. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add, Mr. Mayor? Uh, no, you know what Michelle was saying. I, I do have a list and and it's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty comprehensive, so I'm not gonna go through all of them, but, but what I did note is every single school in Crestview has uh, has projects on this list, and so definitely we're going to be taking care of uh, uh, in the north part of the county. Mr. Mayor, one thing I'd like to piggyback on is once those needs are addressed, and as those needs are addressed through the half-cent proceeds, that's freeing up money and the ability for the school district to then look at how could we fund new schools, which will also be a need in the North End. And once we are able to say, look, we've got $250 million of half-cent money spread throughout the county to deal with existing maintenance needs then we're able to borrow against that probably to the tune of about 180 million dollars to begin to look at funding new schools and the north end is a beneficiary of that well that's that's a good point though because this sales tax will sunset at 10 years yes sir so what's the plan for sustainability after that so the good news is that if you get these needs in place and you're able to borrow against it, that you've got a continuing way of funding for the future. And I think that that's probably one of the most crucial parts of being able to invest in this right now is knowing that that plan's in place and that it is sustainable and not something that you have to continue to come back pecking. Somebody else will have to take a look at where we are in 10 years, but I have a solid confidence that the plan is in place the last sales tax that was passed in and that benefited schools particularly new schools in Crestview were funded by the last sales tax that got passed over 20 years ago 
And I think you'll be able to look back 20 years from now and somebody could be sitting in a chair in a radio show with Chance or your successor and be able to say, look what happened in 2020 and the years after that when we supported a half cent that, again, benefited Crestview schools. Well, I mean, since I've started this uh, podcast experiment, it's it's growing nicely. Um, that the future is something that we talk about often because being from here, I left here a couple of times. I came back. I'm a few generations from Crestview. I, I've seen it grow and change and we are growing and, and forward thinking is something that's become very important for us here at the city. And I think probably across most of the county at this point. And, and that, that's, that's good. You know, what, what you're saying about being able to look back and see, look what we've done. As long as we can keep that momentum going, we can keep that push and we can keep thinking forward and thinking about what the future is going to be like. I don't, I don't see how Okaloosa doesn't become a, a great place to be in Florida. I mean, it's already a great place to be in Florida, but it can be a better place. Like, like you mentioned earlier. Now and that- you have to work to, to sustain that. You cannot continue to rely on success just because of something that we invested in 20 years ago. If we want to continue to not only sustain ourselves financially, but sustain ourselves in terms of our performance, we have to continue to put the dollars there just like our businesses do. And that's what we're asking Okaloosa voters to support. Yep. And I mean, that that makes sense. So. I think that will wrap it up for this episode. I, I really appreciate you uh, joining us today, Michelle. Thank you. And uh, Mr. Mayor, I, I hope to have you on the podcast more in the future. Well, thank you for having us. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Um, with that, I think I'll, I'll just say this before we get out of here. I love Crestview. Um, I love everything about Crestview. I'm excited uh, to be a part of what's happening in Crestview in the future and going forward. And with that that does mean sometimes that we have to think about more than just what's happening right in front of us and what's going on in the future so with that i'm going to say please make sure you vote no matter how you vote on which referendums and which amendments um you know general election is november 3rd and there's going to be things on there besides just who's going to be president for the next four years and those things are important and local politics is the best way to affect change in the place where you live it is absolutely you know, the best way for you to get your voice heard and get representation in your community. And so with that, I'm going to say thank you once again, and thank you for listening, and uh, you guys have a great day. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. If you would like to listen to future episodes, you can find them at civicview.podbean.com. That's C-I-V-I-C-V-I-E-W.P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. You can also download their app for free in the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store for your smartphone or tablet. We are available on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at City of Crestview. And we'll have links for this podcast on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. And when that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.